Hey, friend. Hey, friend. And hey to all of our new girlfriends that have joined in to listen. This is the Pam and Gina podcast, where us as best friends share our experiences from our own 10 year plus friendship. We open up our friendship to you, our listeners, on how we navigate the womanhood experience, the sisterhood experience, and how to maintain strong friendship ties with our crazy busy lives. And remember, these combos are based on our own personal experiences, so no professional advice is being given. Mm-hmm. So don't tell anyone that Pam and Gina told you to do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so listen up, friends. Welcome back, listeners. You got your host, Pam, a.k.a. Sierra. Follow me on Instagram at Sierra Not Sierra. And Gina, a.k.a. Toria. You can follow me on Instagram at Creo underscore me. <laughs> your hosts money. are back money, with money, the money, money, money march. And this episode, uh, in perfect timing of kind of the beginning of the year and what everybody's going through, taxes y'all come on now all right all right all right we finna learn a day so we're gonna talk about the one thing i'm dreading for 2022 which is doing my taxes i am not gonna lie to y'all what uncle sam came for your girl's neck stressed it's up and it's stuck but just so you guys don't get as stressed as i am right now we have decided to go ahead and bring in a professional go ahead and bring in someone who has much more insight than we do that way she can kind of explain to you guys something about this tax system america has for some reason (laughs) and so we're gonna let gina go and bring her in So we've got Brianna Barbie here with us. She is a native of North Little Rock, Arkansas, received her Bachelor's of Science from UCA in the spring of 2013 and her MBA in 2017 from Arkansas State University. Currently living in Dallas, where she serves as a contract specialist for the Department of Veterans Affairs. Ooh, and by night, she is the CEO and owner of 1040 Pro Taxes Solution, a tax and bookkeeping firm serving as an IRS registered tax professional. Those are her credentials, y'all. So you know she gonna know what she's talking about. Okay. Okay. When you don't know something, you bring in the big dog. Yes. Well, we are glad to have you, Brianna. Tell us where our listeners can find you. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. So they can find me on Instagram. It's at 1040ProTax on Facebook. Same name, 1040ProTax. You can search my full name, 1040ProTax Solutions as well. And I have a website, www.1040protaxsolutions.com. So that's where you can find me if you have any questions or need help with your taxes. Awesome. So we just read your credentials, Brianna. How'd you gain just all the credentials that you have, your licenses, even opening your own business? How did you get started with that journey? Okay, so I kind of stumbled into it. It wasn't like a plan like, oh, when I grow up, I want to be a tax professional. It was more so when I was getting ready to graduate grad school, I looked at my bank account and realized, where did all my money go? Like I was working two jobs in school. I was in the military. I was on scholarship. I should have had like stacks, you know, in the bank. And I was like, where's my money? So that got me just looking more into financial literacy, learning more about finances, how money works, how to make it work for me. So I journeyed into financial coaching, which led me to 
getting into life insurance, which is very needed, especially in the African-American community. It is so important. Just a little side topic. But from that, I started when I started that business, I started studying taxes because I was like, wait a minute. What am I going to owe, you know, making all this extra income, especially being a single person in America? Uncle Sam does not love us like they give us. He gives us nothing to claim on our taxes. So I just started studying tax law. And then I realized that if I'm going to do all this research, I might as well, you know, make it a business and help other people. My main goal was to help educate other business owners and other individuals that didn't know the things that I didn't know until I started doing the research. Because I mean, let's be honest, who just sits around at night reading tax law? Right. (laughs) Nobody but me. (laughs) Nobody's just sitting around reading tax law. But it's so important. We always focus on, oh, how can I make more money? How can I make more money? But the more you make, the more they take. So it's more so how do I keep more money in my pocket? And that's the goal. I think one common question I ask is how can I hide my money? What? Mm -hmm. Somebody knows something legally, Uncle Sam. Real estate. Let's just start there. Real estate is the best tax shelter in America. And you know what? We got somebody coming. We got two people coming on that's going to talk about that this, yeah, this I month. I need those, what? Uh, those gems right there. So you said most people say, you know, I want to make more money. But like you said, the more you make, the more they take. What's some other misconceptions about taxes? A lot of people think, me and my friends, we talk about how, like I said, the IRS just does not like single people. They think, oh, I own my house or, oh, you know, I'm out here on my own. I'm head of household. Well, no, to be head of household, you have to have a dependent. So that's a common misconception that just because, you know, you're out on your own, you are the head of your household that you can file head of household. But no, that's a a separate, I guess, status according to the IRS. So unless you have some dependents or you're married, you're still filing as single. I would say another misconception is that, oh, I'm supposed to get a refund. No. (laughs) No, no, no. It was a whole thing on Facebook one time. People were literally arguing about this refund. Mm -hmm. Yes. Let me explain to the people what a refund means. Okay. So taxes are paid as you go in America. So if you work a nine to five, a regular W-2 job, you're getting taxes withheld from every paycheck. So if at the end of the year you paid in too much, you get a refund. If you didn't pay enough, you owe. But a lot of people are like, oh, I want a big refund. But they don't realize unless you're getting a refund from credits or you just had a lot of deductions during it, you know, when it was time to file, you get a refund of your own money. Like you pretty much just loaned the IRS your money all year long. And now they're giving it back to you interest free. But instead, our goal should be, okay. how can I have a zero tax liability or how can I make sure I don't? Oh, or I balance out because that's more money kept in your pocket during the year. So in regards to the tax return, you know, like you said, the refund or the credits or the deductions, expound more of like what that entails. Okay, so your tax return is what you file on the 1040, hence the name 1040 Pro Tax Solution. So there's a form 1040. That's what most people use to file their taxes. Once you get into like the small business owners, the S-Corps, you know, you have different forms that you file along with that. But every individual files a 1040. And that's where you file. Pretty much you tell the government all the income you made, dividends, interest, royalties. They want to know everything. I always put this disclaimer out. According to the law, you're supposed to report all your income, whether it's a hobby, a side hustle, a W-2 job. 
but that's that's just my disclaimer what you choose to do is your business i'm not all in that let us plug another disclaimer for you real quick so brianna is a special guest to us our girl is very knowledgeable about everything and like she just told you she is not telling you or advising you to do one thing or another she is just sharing the good word in the good book of knowledge and taxes so don't be coming back saying brianna told y'all to do something okay because she didn't tell you to do nothing okay please do not Mm -mm. because there's an exception to everything each person is a case-by-case basis so don't take brianna said i need to go no she didn't go irs.gov that is your resource (laughs) uncle sam says Uncle Sam told you. And so, you know, I feel like when people think about taxes, right? Like it's always a dreaded conversation because it's like, oh, guys, beginning of the year, here we go. But what I found for even myself last year is when I started trying to learn like tax brackets and the different terms and everything and just really trying to minimally educate myself. I think I estimated how much I was going to owe this year and I'm not too far off. And so I think that's why we wanted to bring you in so that other people can kind of hear this like, hey, taxes. I mean, nobody wants to give Uncle Sam their money. Hello. But taxes doesn't have to be as dreadful if you can prepare for it. I guess that's what I want you to kind of go in today and expound on is just how people can educate themselves more and learn those terms and learn those brackets so they can kind of prepare for what's coming because it's coming <laughs> we, unless you leave America you can't go get away from Uncle Sam a part of that girl is some of the terms that we have heard you know we say tax return well all states pay federal and then some states pay state taxes and some do not when I lived in Texas I was like oh I love living here I ain't got no state taxes what and then I came back to Arkansas and they was like slap on the wrist <laughs> you oh I was like god dog so can you kind of talk about some of those key terms like the federal versus state taxes how people so they don't get them confused with sales taxes they're just different they're not the same they are not the same and i think people tend to fear things they don't understand so that's why we're here to bring that awareness so let's let's just start with some basic definitions i'm not about to pull out the powerpoint don't worry y'all i'm not gonna bore you we're not in school but we we gonna learn you today So you have your federal income tax. This is everybody pays that regardless of what state you live in or territory, you pay federal taxes. And then some states, I think outside of like seven or nine states pay state income taxes. Those are the taxes you pay on your income. I can speak on Arkansas because I'm from Arkansas. I know Arkansas also has property tax. You have sales tax. Arkansas pretty much tax you for breathing. Okay, I'm so glad I don't live there anymore. Walking, breathing, (laughs) talking, everything. We got like 63 common taxes. Everything. So you don't want to confuse the state income tax with, like she said, the state sales tax. Those are two completely different things. You normally file the state's version of a 1040 as well when you file your federal 1040. But those are two things. That's why you might owe the federal government and get a refund from the state or you might get a refund from the federal government and owe the state because those are completely separate. Sometimes your city, your municipal, you know, boundaries can have taxes as well. So that's when you get to property taxes, things like that. But just as far as filing by April 15th, it's the income tax. Well, this year is April 18th, so they gave you a few extra days. Congratulations. (laughs) But just a few definitions to help you understand. So you have your filing status. Is the most common are single, married, filing jointly, head of household, but there's also married, filing separately, and there's qualifying widower. And then let's talk about the difference between a credit 
and a deduction. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. So a credit, we love those. We love credits. We want to get credits such as the child tax credit, the earned income credit, the American opportunity learning credit. You know, we love the word credit because what a credit does, it reduces your tax liability, the money that you would owe the IRS dollar for dollar. So if I owe the IRS $5,000 and I get a $3,000 credit, now I only owe $2,000 instead of five. So that's how a credit works. A deduction, those are things such as what you might contribute to a 401k or tithes and offerings. You know, those are charitable contributions. So those are deductions. What they do is they reduce your adjusted gross income. So it's not dollar for dollar for your tax liability, but it does reduce the amount that the government will tax. And I think people confuse the two and they think, oh, I get these deductions. So it's reducing my tax liability. Yes, it is. But only by the whole amount they tax, not dollar for dollar like that credit. And then you go into your refund. A refund is not the same thing as a return. The return is what you file. The refund is what you get if you pay too much or you had some credits. Standard deduction versus itemizing. I get so many questions about that. People are always like, so do I need to itemize? So since they generously gave us all this money for standard deduction, you can only itemize if you have more deductions or expenses than the standard deduction. That's why it's so important to know your filing status and to understand the filing status because that number changes based on how you file. If you're single this year, it's 12,500, I think 50 or 500. If you're head of household, it's 18,800. If you're married, filing jointly, which I highly recommend if you're married, is $25,100. So that's why it's so important to know these standard deductions. So if me being a single female, no dependents, I don't have enough medical expenses, charitable contributions, property taxes or mortgage, you know, what I pay for my mortgage, then if it's not more than $12,500, I can't itemize. I have to take the standard deduction. But that's honestly helpful because who wants to keep up with all those receipts, you know, during the year? Who wants to go and calculate every single thing we did? You know, so it's kind of like a blessing and a curse that now it's like, oh, let me just take the standard deduction and cuts out a lot of the dreadfulness that people used to have towards taxes. That's awesome. Brianna, I had a question because in my younger years, I had, you know, a few questions on the exemptions. I never really knew what that meant. So can you expound on that a little bit for me? Yes, man. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you out a whole bunch (laughs) because you can't take exemptions anymore. So there we go. We don't even have to worry about it. So they changed. Yes, they changed the W-4 form in, I believe, 2019. But it really started impacting people when they went to file taxes in 2020 because they didn't realize that this was an automatic change. A lot of employers did not educate or inform people that this change was taking place. So a lot of people did, you know, take exemptions or they did claim exempt, which in the past it was if you didn't owe, you know, taxes the year before, you could claim exempt the next year. And pretty much they would take nothing out your check because you normally don't owe. That's pretty much what an exemption is, is where they don't take as much out of your check. But now they've changed the form, which I recommend everyone listening to this right now, go and check your W-4 updated, make sure it's taken out enough because a lot of my clients this year literally had nothing taken out of their check because they did not adjust their W-4 
So pretty much how it works now is you choose your filing status. Again, that's why that's so important to know. You choose your filing status and then you can claim your children. Where in the past, you used to claim two kids, three kids, five kids. Now it's a dollar amount. So you have to multiply your dependents by a specific dollar amount. And that's what you put on your W-4. So it's, it's a little convoluted and complex. So we won't get into the nitty gritty details, but the IRS does have a great tool. If you go to irs.gov and just put in the search W-4, there's this estimator tool that tells you exactly how to fill out your W-4. So you're only taking out just enough so you don't owe at the end of the year. Wow. That's amazing. I'm definitely going to have to follow that link and do that calculator because, yeah, to this day, I still don't know what I didn't put on that W-4. Facts. <laughs> right. All, we, all we're all used to doing is like, let me just fill out the W-4 so they don't take anything out of my check and I get it all to me. Yeah. And then we file taxes and realize we owe $2,000. Facts. No, Brenna, let me tell you a story that's about to hurt your heart because it hurt my heart when I heard it. It's in my throat. I work with a coworker, okay? This is probably like four years ago now, but she happened to tell me that the year before I met her, she changed everything when she went 99. She 99 everything and she forgot to change it back and the IRS caught her and penalized her first of all she owed an astronomical amount of money especially to be staff nurse it was just almost like girl I don't know how you gonna pay that uh was, get on the pole but no she said that the IRS penalized her and so she had to one pay back the taxes but then two she had like three or four kids and like two of them were in college she could not take any credits for her kids and I don't think she could take some deductions either so she was pretty much having to pay back that plus the penalty and still getting fully taxed all the way through and she said she was penalized for at I want to say it was at least three years minimum she had to do this for three years and so I don't know how much this made to piss the IRS off like that but when I heard that story I said let me make sure I don't 99 again because I'm not trying to have that. But yeah, it, it really scared me a little bit because it was like, I don't know enough about taxes and just imagining being her thinking, oh, well, everybody 99. So I'm gonna do it. You know, I, I want a free check. That's what we call it. I want a free check. We're gonna take no taxes. And then boom, IRS said, who you playing with? That sound like a horror right. story. Right. <laughs> I need my money country. is what he said. No, a lot of people don't understand. I know we're we're not focusing on the small business owners, but a lot of people don't understand when you go 1099, you're technically self-employed to the IRS. So not only do you have the income tax, you have that self-employment tax too. So they're not going to touch your check. It all comes straight to you, but you best believe you better be paying those estimated tax payments every quarter. You know what you're earning, beauticians, barbers, all those people that are self-employed, make sure you are keeping up with that and keeping up with your bookkeeping. So that does not happen. I literally had a client this year who the tax bill came out to about $10,000. And that's a lot. That's a lot. And then when you don't pay as you go during the year, not only do you have this big tax bill, but then they're going to charge you an underpayment penalty and probably interest for not paying. <laughs> right. Jeez. That's so important, though, Brianna, that you said that, because in the generation of millennials that we're in, entrepreneurship is like the trend. It is it is something that we do strive to work towards. We want to have our own. We want to own our own. But first off, that is a hard process because we aren't educated on that and the steps and processes to even get there. And then when we do get there, where we're owning our own, working for ourselves, we're not properly educated or don't have the financial literacy to actually 
feel the money that we've made and worked hard to do. So I love that. I think about it all the time when I hear taxes, you know, a rap song. They're always talking about, I'm in a different tax bracket, you know. <laughs> I used to have a rap career, you know, no big deal. But can you give us like a summary, you know, what the tax bracket and what it is? So in the U.S., we have a tiered tax bracket. And it gets a little complex, so I'm gonna keep it real simple for y'all. So pretty much the tax brackets, they start at 10%, I think this year go up to about 36%. And it's tiered. So the if you're single, then the first 9,950 is taxed at 10%. Then the next, you know, amount up to 40,525 is taxed at 12%. And then if you make it more than 40, which the median income is what, like 60,000, mm-hmm. then you jump to 22% and it goes up to, from there. It's 22, 24. And I think there's a few more increments before 36. So when they say, oh, I'm in this tax bracket, that doesn't mean that all of your income is taxed at that tax bracket, though, because you still have to factor in the deductions and things like that. So that's pretty much how it works. And that's, again, why knowing your filing status is so important, because that lets you know how much income is taxed at each specific tax bracket. Honey, knock me down to the lowest tax bracket. I don't want to pay no taxes. I'm not trying to to do everything in my power. What is it? Put me under nine, 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 five. Put me under nine thousand. I don't want to pay tax. Right. I want to receive stuff. Give it here. Facts. <laughs> I am tired of You working. can brag if you want to. You you carrying the tax burden for the U.S., honey. Put me, me. in the 10%. Pay okay? my taxes for me, rich people. Oh, me. And so <laughs> I'm so glad we talked about tax bracket because I told you earlier, girl. Yeah. I knew last year when the nurses went to work pandemic, I already knew we was going to be getting taxed out the ass. And so this year I need to be your client, honestly, <laughs> because for myself personally is I want to kind of create and structure a financial plan for myself that includes preparing for taxes. Because as I move, as I grow, I expect different outcomes. It's not going to be the same as when I first became a nurse anymore. And so what I've been looking into is getting a Roth IRA because I don't have a retirement because I travel nurse. And so with the Roth IRAs, if you make up to a certain amount a year, it can help you. But if you go over, it doesn't really help you that much. But I know that there's other accounts or other places that people can legally you know, Uncle Sam allows us to place our money in there. And so what other kind of accounts could you speak to so people can maybe hear about them? Yes, I'm so glad you said that because there are other alternatives to just paying more to the IRS. You can pay yourself instead of paying the IRS to decrease your tax liability. So like she said, you can contribute to a retirement account if your job offers you a 401k, especially if they match that. Put what you can put in there and and get that free money. Don't leave any money on the table if you have an IRA. So a Roth IRA is amazing in the fact that, so you put money in after taxes into a Roth IRA and then it grows pretty much tax-free. And if you wait to touch your money until, you know, the allowed age, you get to pull it out tax-free as well. But you can't double dip. So the Roth IRA is good for tax-free retirement, but for deductions on your tax return, you want to invest into a traditional IRA, which will be taxed, you know, when you pull your money out. So it's kind of like, do you want to pay taxes now or later on that one? 
but you can also put money in a health savings account, which, you know, if you pull that money out paying for anything medical, anything medical is not taxed. You can do more charitable contributions. Well, unless you do enough to itemize up to 300 or 600, whether you're single or married. So there are just other things. Um, I always say I encourage people to start a business. You don't start a business to reduce your taxes, but you can start a business to make more money, but not necessarily owe on all the money you make because of business expenses. So let me let me say this again for the people in the back, okay? Starting a business will not make you not owe taxes. It will just help you make more money and maybe not pay taxes on all the money that you make. But like I said, the more you make, the more they take. Honestly, taxes start the first of the year. You want to tax plan so that you are not surprised come fouling season. You want to tax plan with a professional or if you want to do the research on your own, just make sure you're not giving all of your money away. We want to keep more money in our households, in our pockets, so that we can overcome some of the financial strongholds that's been passed down from generation to generation. Yep, I do agree. And so tell the people one more time, when do they need to file these taxes by? Okay, so this year, you want to file your 2021 taxes by April 18th. Now that's the deadline if you don't want to pay interest and penalties. You can file for an extension until, it's usually October 15th, they might've changed the date this year, but October 15th, now you can wait to file until then, but your taxes are still due in April. So you can wait to file to October. They can grant you that extension, but they're going to also charge you interest and penalties. And I guess the technical answer is once the IRS opens, you can file a tax return anytime after that. But if it's after April 15th, they're going to hit you with penalties and interest. So just know that one thing I want to stress to people is never a good option just not to file. That is never your best option. Even if you owe, get on a payment plan, file an extension. It's never okay not to file because they are going to come for you. And they have what can be up to seven to 10 years to come after you. And they're going to they gonna wait the three years because they're going to rack up that interest. Oh, oh yes. My, <laughs> my soul and my spirit was disturbed when you said seven to 10. That sounded like a prison sentence. It sounds like, you know what? I can't even say what it sounds like on this air. Because we want to be streamed everywhere. <laughs> but it gave me an ancestral vibe and I didn't appreciate it. I didn't that. like it. <laughs> right. I, the good news about taxes is, so like I said, nobody sits and reads the tax law, but it's literally a guidebook on how not to pay taxes. So if you take the time to educate yourself or just follow someone that's educating you, you'll learn how to not pay taxes. There's a reason the rich people in America don't pay taxes because they understand the law. We love it. You talking about we not invite you back. You invited back and you probably finna do my taxes. Stop playing, I'm Brianna. just trying to see when we come to Dallas. Can we go to brunch? So I'm convinced. I don't want to talk about Oh, I love a good brunch. I just want to go to brunch. Because you know. Love a good brunch. I'm you got me when you said <laughs> you start speaking my language. Okay. I'm convinced. Brianna, you are invited back. We're probably going to do this another time. I need all that. And I need a one-on-one. Before we get out of here, because you know, some people... Like you said, you do not advise people to not file their taxes, but there are some people who just have never done it. So how how can they do it? Where do they go? What are some free sites? I know some some services allow them to file what is the simple form for free. So what's just some basic things, you know, plug yourself too, but you know, outside of your knowledge, where else could somebody go? 
Honestly, whether it's me or someone else, I always recommend a tax professional. Outside of that, I do not recommend TurboTax, y'all. They are the ghetto this year. I don't know what's going on with them. IRS does have a free file on irs.gov. You can file for free on there. They have some free sites where you can go and file as well. And then, I mean, H&R Block, Liberty, Tax Act, Jackson Hewitt is one. Where can I sign up for my own personal and our listeners' tax consultation with you? Okay, so I do offer a free tax estimate and I offer a free tax strategy session. And you can go to my website, it was a mouthful, www.1040protaxsolutions.com or you can go to my Facebook page or Instagram. The link is also there where you can schedule that free estimate or tax strategy session. Thank you so much for coming on. Brianna was referred to me by one of my best friends. And so anybody that he tell me, yeah, she's legit. She's the big bang. I am here for it. And also, sis, just with you being African-American woman, very educated about this and spreading the good word, good knowledge to the community, like that means a lot. Millennials, you know, we do this because we're millennials and we want other millennials to have inside to what we talk about just in case they don't. And we've definitely talked about our taxes between our friendship and our friend circle. We've talked about ways to kind of, I don't want to say get around it, but, you know, we've talked about legal ways to reduce that tax liability. Look at those terms. And so I really appreciate you for coming on and really giving your input. And remember, guys, like I said, she did not tell you to do anything. She is just sharing her experience the way we are. And so I want to say I I'm not playing about brunch, girl. I'm going to really be in Dallas one of these days. I, I ain't played. I would. We need brunch. I need to sign up for my free session and consultation. What? That's what we could do. We All can that. brunch and sesh. Yes. I'm always down for a good brunch. We can go to like one of my favorites, Breadwinners. I love going there. I've never, never been, been but there. I'll go. Take you me. Know yes. <laughs> yes. But I'm so thankful that you even invited me. I love educating people and sharing my knowledge with people and having conversations like this. I don't think I ever talk to one of my friends and we don't talk about something, finances or something on how to just come up and uplift. And I just have this firm belief that nobody in America should live in poverty. There's too much out here to get. There's too much money out here to be made, to have access to it's just understanding how to access it and then how to use it how money works and how to keep it so thank you so much for this platform and allowing me to be here oh, thank yeah, you Brianna you really have shared a lot and I think just the audience that we speak to can just relate to having the same questions me and Sierra had yes and okay guys so you know what it is by this point we just had the good word about taxes and how to not get penalized for 10 to 12 years by Uncle Sam. So, you know, not advice, but take this advice. Go read the tax laws. And on that note, friend, what you think? File your taxes on me and pay Sierra's tax bill. I know. And we're going to wrap it up on that. I because know one of y'all know what she's talking refund. about. Come on, we're with poor. It. All right. On that note, we're going to wrap it up. We're out. We're out. Peace out. All right, friend. All right, friend. Let's wrap this episode on up. To those of you who joined us, you're a real one for listening, and we will. Now, wait a minute, friend. I think they should go check out our social media pages. 
Oh, yes. Don't forget to follow us. Right. So on Facebook or Instagram, you can find us at Pam and Gina Podcast or Twitter, Pam Gina Podcast. Make sure you listen to our other podcast. Uh-huh. And then go tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend and their other friend to listen as well. Okay. <laughs> love you, big friend. Love you, big friend. And we love y'all for tuning in with us. Right. So make sure y'all keep on listening to the Pam and Gina podcast. podcast.